Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Let's move on. We have lots of questions here. Um, if others are considering coming to China, so, you know, we, we think that everyone should consider coming to China, especially if they're sourcing from China. But why do you guys think, this is my shameless plug for TCFE, why do you guys think that they should consider coming with the Canton Fair experience? What was the number one thing that you learned or, or what do you think is your number one kind of the selling point, the benefit of coming with the Canton Fair experience? You guys can go ahead. I'm sure. Good looking host. Yeah, well, besides that, Steve. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you know, we can't help how pretty we are. The truthfulness that we got from Amy and Steven and anybody else that y'all brought on, it was just perfect. There was no question when we got there, what we would be looking for, how to get there, what to do, and all of the training that we got up to that point, we have belonged to another group before and had nothing that we've gotten with you guys. That's why April comes, you know, good Lord willing, we're going to be right there with you this time and healthy and uh, everything will be good. But we just want to thank everybody. Darren and everybody, we just had a ball with everybody there. It was exactly what you all said it would be. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We loved having you. <laughs> Anyone else want to contribute to shameless plugs? Go ahead, Darren. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I suppose um, having, uh, having attended the Candon Fair before on our own, uh, just with my wife and myself, um, Obviously, we go in knowing absolutely nothing. You know, we're so blind when we're going around the fair. Um, but to do it with this group um, was is fantastic. Like, you know, to have the mentors help us, you know, yourself and Steve and, you know, Tim Bush, and then, you know, all the other people that are organised to come and have a quick dinner with us or whatever it is. Um, you know, that, that's, that sort of stuff's priceless. And, you know, we can all, we all go together to the fair we all get on the same bus, you know, and we all go together. We do our thing. We all get back that night. Um, we can sit down afterwards, after dinner even, and discuss it, what, you know, any of our issues. Um, and, you know, to do it with a group is just having done it on our own and to do it with a group, I would never do it on my own again. I mean, obviously now I probably could because I know a lot more, but it, um, yeah, it definitely as a group, the things, you know, the friendships that we've made, um, the fun that we had and the communications we've had in regards to everything. It's just been, um, yeah, to me, it's, um, it's probably the best way to do it. Yeah. It was great. I've got an interesting perspective for you guys. So, you know, I've been selling on Amazon for, you know, several years now, but I have a couple of other friends that also have sort of been dabbling on Amazon. One of them is my brother. And when I found this course, I said, Hey man, I've got a really good gut feeling about this. Um, you should go. And he said, no, no, can't afford it, whatever. And I said, dude, shut up, just pay for it. Trust me. It's going to change things for you. Change things for me. It also changed things for him. But my other buddy who also dabbles on Amazon did not go. I told him to come as well. He did not. And I think that it's interesting to look at it now. And, and it's unfortunate to see, like, I personally feel that, you know, we've almost like powered up to a new level and sort of left our other friend behind. And so what's the alternative? Um, if you did not go, you're sort of like, there's so much potential you could have had. 
what is it, 6,000 bucks? Dude, I'm gonna make that back in a matter of months easily. And I, I would think most of you will with just, just the negotiating alone. Um, it's crazy. I'm surprised you guys don't charge more than this, honestly. Thank you, Kevin. We Sorry. would, but we're really not that good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just one word sums it up for me, and it's um, genuine. Like the Amy, Stephen, Tim, they are so genuine, and they really, really want all of us to succeed. Um, you know, they have all walked these steps. They know what they're doing. Um, and just to have their knowledge and um, their skills to fall back on or to call upon is invaluable. Like the, the things that I've learned just from these three guys and from all the other participants as well, and the friendships that we've gained, um, you know, I'm so grateful for, and I'm so grateful to have met this group of wonderful people. Um, and I've done courses before and I just felt like I was just a number and they just took my money and basically see you later kind of thing. You're on your own. But with Amy, Stephen and Tim, I feel like they're, they're friends, they're family. I can call up upon them at, at any time and they're willing to help and they want to help. I can, I can genuinely feel that. And thank you so much, guys. For anyone considering taking this course, just do it. It's worth every single dollar and you will never regret it for one minute. So thank you. Thank you, Sonia. That's really nice. And it was a lot of fun going in. <laughs> going in the group I, I went from being completely intimidated um, about the whole idea of China to really really enjoying it China's great the people that we met are, are so lovely like there was nobody that you know you sort of wouldn't want to spend time with um, and yeah definitely the knowledge um, that we got from it and um, it was just an overall enjoyable experience from start to finish Thank you, Rachel. In fact, we couldn't get you guys to stop spending time with each other. I think all of us got like four hours of sleep a night if we were lucky, right? And you guys were like out on the first bus to Canton every day and uh, back on the last bus and, um, you know, then at dinner in the lounge, you know, we just had so much fun together. So thank you for bringing that up. That was, it was, it was a I, lot I, of fun. I think Darren was first to breakfast every, every day. <laughs> But Andy, after hearing great. all this, Andy, why can't we got to get you to come with us in April? I know. You guys uh, I would love to. The problem is, is that my wonderful, beautiful wife uh, gets very overwhelmed, which I would as well. So this is not a bash on her. But <laughs> it, my three littles under seven years old, it's extremely hard to uh, wrangle the three children um, by themselves. So I'm going to try really hard to make it happen because um, I, I mean, I've been, I've been doing Amazon since 2012 and never been in China. So that's kind of a crime. So I'm going to try to make it work. <laughs> you guys, we, we need your help pressuring Andy to come with <laughs> us in April. Okay. Volunteer to take care of his children. <laughs> <laughs> we need your help. We, we would love to have Andy come with us. That would be a ball. So, um, okay. So let's move on to, any tips for first timers? So those people who are coming besides, of course, you got to come with the Canton Fair experience if you're coming to the Canton Fair. But if you hear this podcast late and we're already there, what are your tips for first timers? Give us some tips. Megan, do you have a tip for somebody going to the Canton Fair for the first time? Um, my tip would be just don't be, don't be so intimidated because, you know, there, 
they're just people like you and me, even whenever you go negotiate or, you know, you, you get nervous, like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, am I going to do good? Am I going to fail? Even if you do, it doesn't matter. There's 40 other booths that you can, you can win on and they'll have great products for you to be able to source. Um, one tip that I have, and it kind of goes earlier with the whole, you know, trading, if they're a trading company or a manufacturer or whatever, a tip that I gained from, I don't remember who it was, but it was someone, um, one of the participants, maybe Kevin, I don't know, but it said to, to see, to distinguish, if you can't tell visibly if they're a trading company or not, to be able to distinguish, just assume that they are. Because whenever you go in and you're talking to the boss or you're talking to one of the salespeople or whatever, um, which you should be talking to the boss, another tip, <laughs> but, um, just assume they're a trading company. Just be like, oh, you're a trading company, right? Because the factories, whenever they are a factory, they're very proud of being a factory. And they're, they, don't, they don't associate themselves as a trading company. And so that's, those are just another couple tips that I took away from it. <laughs> good. Those are good first-timer tips too for the Canton Fair. Very good. And Stephen put in a shameless plug for his book. <laughs> if you're going for the first time and you're by yourself, to get a copy of Stephen's book, it's the Canton Fair Workbook by Stephen Selikoff. It's on Amazon, and it has all those lovely questions. Um, in, now, as far as how to ask all those questions, you got to come with the Canton Fair experience to learn how to really use that book well. But, uh, but yeah, if you're wanting to know what kind of questions we ask and all of that, get a copy of Stephen's book because it really breaks down um, and a lot breaks down all the questions you should be asking your suppliers and and even factory visits. So that's, that's really good too. Any other first timer tips for China or the Canton fair? Yeah, oh, um, yeah, another, just another tip for the fair. Um, and this might sound a little overboard, but, and obviously there's, I think there's something like 60,000 booths or something, but, um, a tip that I would have is to walk every aisle. Now there's obviously thousands and thousands of aisles. The minute you skip, think you start skipping a few aisles, then that's the minute you could actually skip missing, seeing the actual thing you're looking for, or um, yeah, you could miss something that you that's really valuable to you. Um, and I know that does sound a lot of walking, and you won't know that until you actually get there. And people that do now will probably go there and think, Darren's mad walking every aisle. But <laughs> I think it, it's it's important to try and find. If you want to find everything and see everything, um, you paid good money to get there, see everything you can. So. Yeah. And Darren, that's a really good tip. But at the same time, another tip to go along with that is actually go with the sourcing list. Go with the list of what you're wanting to source in mind, because mm. if you're just trying to walk every aisle to see what you can see and you don't have yeah. anything in mind, it's going to be complete chaos. But yes. if you have, you know, that you want to source this coffee mug in mind, then as you're walking those booths, you're really going to be thinking about that. And then another tip I have, I do the same thing. I'll do it a haul at a time and walk every aisle in that hall so that I can look for that one thing. And I always try to get three suppliers, three good suppliers, which means I walk in the booth and I talk to them three good suppliers for every one thing, because if one supplier doesn't work out for you, you still have two other really good ones. Or if you're going on factory visits, 
it helps you kind of narrow down the exact right supplier for you. But yeah, love that. Um, make sure you're covering your ground. I can't tell you how many times I found the perfect supplier in the last row <laughs> or in some other. Yeah. So that's a, a really good tip, Darren. Thank yeah, you. True. Anybody two else? Quick two quick tips for people going for the very first time, because I see Gay here and in, in, uh, watching as well. And she'll remember this from April. Number one is to uh, bring along either a, a, a backpack, a knapsack, or a rolling bag because you'll be collecting a lot of catalog. And, uh, and the bags that they give you, the disposable bags, will be filled up really, really fast. And the second is the other uh, end from your hands to your feet, wear comfortable shoes. Uh, when I went uh, again in April, I had two pairs of sneakers with me, one that was a little old and one that was brand new. And the brand new ones were a mistake to wear. I wore those one day, went back <laughs> to the comfortable uh, old ones. And uh, with that walking in April, I put on just over 103 miles and my set tracker this time in October topped out at 148 miles. So there's a lot of walking. Yes. So we have just a few minutes left and I want to get through a few more questions. So I'm going to take just a few answers to these last couple of questions. So this is a big one, you guys. This is all the pressure of everything you learned in the Canton Fair Experience course and the biggest thing people struggle with, product research. <laughs> so what is your number one tip or a tip at all for product research? everybody struggles with product research. How do I find the right product? What do I do? You know, can you look at this jungle scout screenshot and tell me what you think? What's your number one tip for everyone now that you kind of know how to do it without any kind of research software. Um, but with, uh, with still with data, right? We still use data. Um, just don't solely rely on any kind of product research software. So do you participants have any tips and gay, we can include you as well. Do you have any tips for our listeners for how do you find a really good product? Design your original product with intellectual property. Why? Why should you design an original product with intellectual property? Because like anything on Amazon or in most places, it's going to be ripped off right? Then your profit margin is destroyed and it's a race to the bottom in price. Got it. So if you have intellectual property and you learned in the Canton Fair Experience course uh, that you can actually protect your stuff in China because people say it's impossible, right? They say, oh, forget about it in China. It's impossible. Is it impossible? No. Nope. Not, not at all. It's not impossible. And so you just have to learn how to do it right. There are tons of brands that are doing it right. So why should you why else should you have a unique product anybody else what does that have to do with scaling your business it'll be a lot harder for people to copy you if you have an original idea that you have come up with if there's an annoyance that annoys you that you use something every single day and you're like man i wish this was better i wish it had this or i wish it did that do it make it yourself because chances are, if, if you are having that annoyance, other people are too. And, you know, it's not something that you found on Jungle Scout or whatever else, Healing Him 10. Um, it's stuff that's an annoyance in your everyday life and that you can absolutely improve upon. 
Love it. Love it. And of course you have to validate that it's an annoyance for other people too, (laughs) but that's a great place to start for product research. The question was product research and you answered it. You're finding things that are annoyances or needs in your everyday life that you haven't been able to find an answer for. Sonia, do you want to add to this one? Um, yeah, I was going to say that exact thing, try and find a gap in the market of something that, you know, you find annoying and that it's not out there or something to improve upon. Maybe something is there, but it can have, you can add some improvements to it. Um, yeah. And like Amy said, it's very important to validate that you, that you're not the only one that thinks that that's annoying. (laughs) I know with my very first product that I bought to Amazon, I didn't have those skills to validate and I bought something that was, you know, totally Amazon was already uninundated with, but I just changed the color of it. And I thought that'd be okay, but it wasn't, you know, it's taken so long to sell that product. Whereas now I'm going in with a completely different mindset, completely different product. And, um, you know, I'm yet to truly validate it, but um, I'm, I feel hopeful for it. And you have the skills to validate it now, which is what's really great. And what I loved seeing in what I love seeing in our course participants is when we actually start talking through these processes of how you come up with ideas and then how you validate them. A lot of you dug up old ideas that you had. You dug up old ideas that you had that you didn't know what to do with them. And suddenly you had this new fire and you were like, yes, I can finally go after this idea now because I have the tools to make it happen. And so that was so cool seeing you guys dig up old ideas um, and, and kind of go after them. And now, you know, hopefully you can, you can live that passion every day because there's one thing, you know, yeah, we can sell we can sell the toilet brush, right? <laughs> we can we can do those kind of things that aren't that that aren't that interesting to us, but we can also sell things that we are really passionate about and that we can really connect with an audience over and that you know, you guys know there's no such thing as passive income, right? You're going to have to work on your business every day. Now, you might be able to eventually hire a staff and get your business to the point where it doesn't require as much hands-on as it did. But wouldn't it be great if you just loved it? You loved working on your business uh, every day, waking up to like, yes, I get to do this. I get to connect with customers over this. I created this. Um, such a cool, uh, such a cool thing to do. So very cool. Um, so all right, the we have a few more questions. Um, why should people consider other retail channels? So you guys learned in the Canton Fair Experience course all about other retail channels outside of Amazon, how many retail channels. You also learned about Amazon too. We, <laughs> we don't leave Amazon out. Amazon's an important part of the equation, but, um, but we want you to understand the 95% of retail that isn't Amazon. And so we try to introduce you to that Um, and we try to show you what your numbers can look like when you do eventually scale to that level and then how to choose products that will scale well in those other channels. But what did you guys learn about other retail channels? Did you learn anything about, um, about getting into retail or talking to retailers about the potential in retail that you'd like to share? I guess that one's me. Um, Go <laughs> well, first plug to Steven, the most awesome analogy. Um, and I'll take 30 seconds to describe it. This goes through my mind, but it seems like every day. 
Um, people pay a lot of money to go to a Florida beach resort and they all end up hanging out in the pool. By 11 a.m., the pool is crowded with a bunch of drunks pissing in the water. The bar line is long and the drinks are $20. Before you know it, you can't even find a place to sit. There's no beach chairs available. Meanwhile, if you, if you uh, take a, oh no, my speaker's going on. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, okay. Meanwhile, if you stroll out to the beach, turns out there's all sorts of kayaking. There's no limits to the pool. You can go kite surfing, scuba diving. And you look back as you're kite surfing and you see the guy standing in line at the bar and like have a quick chuckle. That's funny. I'm having tons more fun over at the beach and the ocean. And the analogy is that um, the ocean is retail and the pool is Amazon. And I've experienced that personally with Amazon people, bar fights, intellectual property fights. We've seen that recently on Amazon. Uh, it can be a mess. So yeah, what else have we learned about retailers? Yeah, about talking to them, getting the products there, what they look for, packaging, so much. And Kevin, Hopefully you've already not. gotten some, um, some of your very first retailer orders, right? <laughs> yeah, I've done some little tests in a local retailer. Yeah, it's, you guys have helped push me uh, beyond, above and beyond. So it's coming along, a lot of things in the air right now. My speaker's saying it's not working or my, my mic. I hope you guys still hear me. Yes, we can still hear you. Thank you for, um, for contributing that. All right, anyone else want to contribute or talk about uh, what they learned about retail? Um, with one, with some of the courses that I've taken, um, they kind of, they try and sell Amazon as the be all and end all. And that's where everybody in the U S shops and we don't know any different. We're just here in Australia. So we just believe what we're being told, um, you know, retail in the U S is dead. No one goes to the shops. Literally they're all buying online. Um, so taking this course, um, and, you know, meeting Tim Bush and, talking to you guys, I've learned that that's not the case, that Amazon is such a small player compared to the, the whole of retail. And it's just really exciting to know that what else is out there. It's not just Amazon and the war that, you know, that you need to be when you actually are on Amazon. So it's great to think outside of the Amazon world. That is, I mean, that's true. I think, you know, a lot of times Amazon is presented as like this huge thing. And, and there's, like I said, it's, it's a great, as far as e-commerce goes, you got to be on Amazon. It's it's a huge part of e-commerce. It's it would be crazy not to take advantage of that opportunity. Um, but at the same time, there is a whole other world of opportunity out there, and I think a lot of time it's just that people don't understand how to access it. So um, so we try to kind of remove the the mystery from that. Thank and we're you. We're so lucky to have Tim Bush along with us because there's no one who's more experienced and knowledgeable and helpful and sincere and, and I, I, I know all of you guys who have a chance to interact with them fell in love with them like we did. Yeah. So the cool thing about our program is that we work together for two months. We do weekly coaching calls and then you guys have all these videos and, you know, we get to meet each other in this like Brady Bunch format every, um, every Thursday. And so what would you guys say as far as like when you guys met each other in China for the first time, it was like you already knew each other. And I know everybody said like, oh my gosh, 
you know, it was so cool. Uh, we all get along. No, <laughs> there's like nobody that I don't get along with. And, and, you know, you guys are, um, are now still in your same, uh, Facebook group and supporting each other. And you guys are still in the WeChat chat, like every day, giving each other ideas and, you know, um, running things by each other. So it's, it's so cool, um, getting to be part of this, what we call our, our TCFE family, you know, um, and so, um, we would love to just hear from each of you, um, what are you most excited about for this future of yours uh, before we, uh, well, two questions. First question is what was your number one takeaway from the Canton Fair experience? And the second question is what are you most excited about for your future? So I'm gonna pick on people now. <laughs> I'm gonna start with, with Evelyn. Okay. My number one thing, I'm like Sonia. I've been with other groups before. They are nothing like you and Steven. You all are real. That's all I can say. I mean, <laughs> y'all are real. And what are you most excited about for your business in the future or for your future in general? <laughs> well, I'm excited to get back to China and finish what I started. Definitely. Because I know now that it took us a year to get one product on the market. It only takes, once you get there and get, get to going and talking to suppliers, it does not take that long. One month, maybe two months. It's not long at all. It's going to make a big difference. Awesome. And we're so excited to have you on, on the next round here. Thank yeah, you, Evelyn. I'm excited too. And I've got to go now. So I'll see you all later. <laughs> all right. Bye. Okay, Megan, what was your number one takeaway and from the Canton Fair experience? And what are you most excited about for the future of your business? My, if I could sum it all up, <laughs> that you guys um, do very well at is teaching about retail and retail is not dead. Um, kind of going back to, you know, what you guys were talking about earlier. I mean, that's all you hear being in the Facebook groups and, you know, like a million different ones. Everyone's just so fascinated with Amazon. And that used to be me until, you know, the course, until I realized that's not, that's not the end all be all. Retail is where you want to be. It's actually where you can get all your numbers, your profit up, and then your, you know, your manufacturer's numbers down, you know, whatever. But so what I'm most excited about is um, I a lot. I mean, I have a lot of things planned for my future. Um, I have one thing in particular that I'm really excited about moving forward with when it comes to a product. Um, when that time comes for me to actually be able to do that. I'm pumped because now I have the know-how. I know exactly what to do and um, how to be able to negotiate my price down. I'm not going to be nervous or scared to go visit factories and all that stuff. And so I'm just pumped in general about um, where I can actually envision my future being. Awesome. Thank you, Me Megan. All right. I'm going to skip down. Rachel, <laughs> tell us your number one takeaway and what you're most excited about. Um, mine was almost identical to Megan, actually. <laughs> it's a shame I didn't go. 
Okay, before you, Megan. Um, so, yeah, my number one takeaway is the fact that um, retail is such a, such a, um, a real opportunity. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't even, I was barely on Amazon um, before we started because I found that intimidating. Um, since, since taking the course, I'm now really excited about, about the possibilities um, and particularly, um, yeah, looking at um, getting, getting my products into retail stores um, because of the scalability and it's just, yeah, it, it's, it's made retail a reality as opposed to just, yeah, just, just trying to get on Amazon and trying to make that something. So I'm really excited about developing my product. Um, got some, making some conversations with, um, I'm getting samples um, from people that I, that I met in China. Um, so that has fast forwarded things. And now I'm looking forward to working on my business every day. Whereas before it was a chore. It was like, oh, okay, I suppose I better do something. Um, and and didn't have didn't really know what I should be doing. Whereas now I'm focused and I'm excited and um, yeah, looking forward to it all. Yeah. I love hearing that. And Rachel, I'm so excited about uh, about your idea that you have. Um, I'm excited for you to develop that because I know a lot of people will be using that one. So if, if yeah. I could jump in for a moment, uh, Rachel, uh, superstar that she is. She actually had a supplier do up some prototypes while she was in China at the fair and, and deliver them to her, which was really a rock star move. <laughs> well <Yeah>. done. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, next I would love to hear from Gay because Gay came with us on our very first TCFE. And um, so Gay, what was your number one TCFE takeaway and what are you most excited about? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, I'm a little bit, I don't know where to start because I have so much going on. Um, and I have a dog I'm wrangling right here, as you can probably see. It's like, um, um, well, I learned so much. Let me just take these out for a second. I don't know where to start. Um, um, one of the biggest things I, I have learned since I got back is uh, the retail. Um, part. I'm really, I was just thinking I would just do Amazon and, uh, and I'm still just, and it's re Amazon is a really good step because I'm really expanding and I'm still working on Amazon, but I can't wait to do the retail part as well. But one of the things that I learned is, and as a Amy, I spoke to you over the weekend that I had a problem with my, I had a large shipment um, from a, a big order that I placed from when I was in China that um, came and a large percentage of it was damaged due to the way it was packaged at the factory in China. And um, I reached out to my freight forwarder, who, young Michael, who I, I, you introduced me to in China. I don't know if he was there with the second group or not, he but was, he has yeah. been a lifesaver. He, I called him up and I said, this is what happened. He, he got back to me within five minutes on a Saturday afternoon. He called me and it's five minutes after I emailed him and said, what happened? I told him, He's, I said, I'm going to let talk to the um, factory. He said, no, let me do the negotiating for you. I said, okay, because he speaks Chinese. Right. So um, he negotiated he, and I suggested what I want. He said, no, 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 that's not going to work. This is what you should suggest. And he came back. The first the factory said, no, no, no. 
and he negotiated, I don't know what he said, but they agreed to everything. Uh, this was sat this is this past Saturday, and they were gonna re remake all the broken parts. They said it would take two weeks. The next morning he called me, Sunday morning, and said that it was already in production. And then when he negotiated air freight, ex expediting air freight, because they needed it before Christmas, I figured they'd never gonna agree to this, that they would pay. Yes, they're gonna pay for that too. So if I had not met him and started working with him, because we met then, and he went out of his way because he said, you know, I, I want to do right and I want to, do, and he taught me how to negotiate with him. He said, no, we're going to ask for this, but we're going to give this. And we're not going to just take, we're going to agree on this, but you have to do this. And it was, it worked out great. I, I would never have known how to, so I've learned so much since I left China that and because of you and Stephen teaching me a lot about negotiating and you just and how to negotiate with the Chinese that you have to give as well as you can't just take everything that was huge I would not have another shipment ready to, to leave in the next few days if I hadn't learned how to to do that and for young Michael who's like going out of his way for me because he wants to, as he said, well, I want to do business with you in the future. And I want to do business as a friend, not as a freight forwarder. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Gabe, for, I know I kind of called you out on the spot. Um, but that's we okay. Are, we are, um, yeah, so thrilled to be able to give you guys a Rolodex of resources that are here. It's to like, help I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. Just that one little thing. And I've learned so many other things I've, since I've come back from China. Once you put everything into the works and yeah. you do all the things that I learned when I was there, you learn so much. And it, like everybody says, you just got to do it. Once you put the order in and then you learn, oh my God, how do I do this? And then how do I do that? And how are they going to deliver a hundred cases to my house where it's snowing <laughs> on a mountain? I got to figure that out. <laughs> well, thank you, Gay. And you have the resources to figure it out because the unique thing about our program is that we provide that support after Canton. Yes. We don't just stop after the trip. Like, you know, we don't just say, okay, it's see you huge. later. We provide a family and a support atmosphere. And I know I can always reach out to you guys because, yeah. because afterwards it's just as important as being there. The follow-up exactly. is it's huge because now I'm oh and I quit my job. I'm doing this Yay! full time. Love it. That's yeah. the best news. Quit your boss. All right. Exactly. All right, Gay. Well, I've got to move on because we are okay. 20 Sorry. minutes over. But that is such huge news. We're so excited for you. Um, Anna, I would love to hear from Anna, our fiery wonderful Gucci lady, <laughs> our favorite shopper um, from, uh, from Canada. Anna, would you love, oh, there yeah. she is. There's her smiling face. Anna, would you tell us what your number one takeaway is from TCFE and, um, and what you're most excited about for the future of your business? Okay, one moment. I'm gonna try to do six. Okay, so because I'm not seeing the screenshot here, but um, hi everybody, nice to see you. Sorry, I am Kevin Glegg, so afterward. <laughs> uh, so my number one takeout from China, it's uh, negotiations. So I love negotiations. Stephen was with me uh, um, a lot, so I learned that. And now even uh, the dentist, even the, the phone provider, even all over. So we need to cut the price down a little bit. 
<laughs> yeah, so the negotiation skills that, um, uh, of course, it will be like a real, um, in our life, it's important. So to have the margins and all that. And um, after that, the product uh, um, visualizations and all that. So we need to twist our mind to came up with that uh, good, great idea that nobody has. So this is, we need to work out and uh, still going through the um, uh, webinar that we had. So yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, great. Thank you, Anna. All right, uh, we just got two more to hear from. Darren, what was your um, number one takeaway from TCFE and what are you most excited about for the future of your business? Well, in all honesty, I can't give you just one takeaway because there's too many. <laughs> so um, yeah, look, if, if it was anything, basically it's just, just getting the knowledge from yourself and Steve and Tim Bush and the people that we've been introduced to um, yeah, I mean, that, that's a big takeaway just in itself. Um, you know, obviously even the stuff we did, you know, two months prior to going to the fair, you know, it, it, that was a big thing in itself. So it's, uh, the, you know, the tools that we've got, um, and I've probably said it before, you know, the tools that we've been given now and from past experiences, if we've, uh, you know, if I can't make things work from now, well, it's my fault. You know, I've got all the tools we need. So, um, so going forward. Um, yeah, I've been on Amazon for a little while, so I just I want to ramp. I do want to ramp Amazon up. I'd like to see my sales probably at least two, three times better than what they are at the moment before I start looking into retail. Um, and then that's definitely, yeah, definitely what I'll be looking at next. So yeah, awesome. Looking Good. forward to it. Mm. <laughs> All right, what about you, Sonia? Your number one takeaway, and what are you most excited about for your future? Um, number one takeaway was the importance of validation and also negotiation as well. What skills that we learnt were invaluable with that. And I'm really excited about the future because um, I had a product idea that I'd been wanting to get to market for about two or three years and I just put it on the back burner because I didn't know how to do it. I just didn't know where to start. Um, and But after taking this course, I've got a clear roadmap. I know exactly where I'm going. Um, I've got the contacts to, to move forward with it and um, actually before I took this course I did reach out to someone about moulds and they said to do the idea that I was thinking which is a lot more detailed to what I'm doing now the moulds are going to be over a hundred thousand dollars so having taken this course and just simplified the idea and using stock over just getting moulds to everything I've been able to negotiate with the supplier to get like a whole 40 foot container full of products including molds um, and everything for you know under 12,000 US dollars which is just amazing it just it's mind-boggling I can't believe it and I'm so excited to move forward with this idea right so there you nice. saved eighty thousand dollars yes. that's <laughs> insane and that was just on molds yeah that's, that's how I feel because I spent sixty thousand on my mold and had I had this knowledge before I would have saved so much it's just it's insane just the knowledge of being able like how much money people have saved on orders it's just like it's a no-brainer right and I'm so excited that you're working on this idea and you have the tools to do it that's incredible I love that all right 
Kevin, last but not least, hopefully your speaker's working and then we're going to wrap this up. Uh, this has been a long one. We appreciate everybody listening in and hopefully you got some good tips for, uh, for China. Kevin, what about you? What's your number one takeaway from TCFE and the China trip? And, um, and what are you most excited for, for your business? Number one is validation. Absolutely. Um, I can tell you right now, probably already saved the money I spent on the course just based on validation to prevent me from ordering something stupid. Yeah. Uh, after that negotiation and then yeah, getting to retail, those are also really big, but I think validation was, is probably number one for me going forward. Yeah. Expanding into retail, taking my existing business and hopefully 10 Xing it at some point and doing this full time instead of working two jobs right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. It was an extra long episode. Hopefully you took some, um, some really great tips about visiting China, visiting the Canton Fair. Um, hopefully if you have an idea for a product or you want to negotiate better um, deals with your suppliers, or you just want to make better buying decisions, as Kevin just pointed out, and you want to learn how to actually validate that your ideas are good ideas, then hopefully you'll consider joining us on the Canton Fair experience. Um, we have a two month long course prior to going to the Canton Fair and we're going again in April. So um, you guys, if you wanna join us uh, right now, um, we have a very special deal for you, an early bird pricing deal over $2,600 off and um, at the cantonfairexperience.com. So check us out, reach out to us if you have any questions. All of our participants are more than happy to answer your questions. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, if, if you have anything for us, uh, we're, we're, happy, we're happy to answer it. And we hope to see you in China with us in April. And our course starts in the end of February. So good stuff. All right, Andy, did you have anything else to add before we wrap it up? Nope, I was just the, the fly on the wall today. So guys, uh, thanks so much, uh, as usual, uh, for listening in. Uh, don't forget to su subscribe, rate, and review. Um, I know we ask you that every time, but if we don't ask, then you won't do it. So really, really appreciate that, guys. Uh, hopefully you guys got some value out of this. Um, and as Amy and I always say, if you have any questions, reach out to us. We're always happy to answer uh, questions. Lead with the question. Uh, don't send a little wave icon on Facebook Messenger or we will ignore you. Um, <laughs> And, and also, um, if you guys have any uh, ideas on shows, on what you'd like us to cover, guests you'd like us to have on, things like that, please reach out. Uh, thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week, 1 p.m. Pacific time, Tuesdays. Have a great one, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.